All right, welcome back to the Comeback with Coach. Uh, episode 10, I do believe. Woo, number 10. Uh, it's been a, a wild ride here in Orlando. It's getting hotter. It's August. The end of August. But I'm, I'm glad this month is over. Uh, it was a, a scary month for me because I, I had court like almost every week. And, uh, you know, you watching the, these 13 service members die, you know, I, I'm not sure if people are really, really, really thankful for their freedom. You know, but I, I know certainly I am, uh, you know, sitting 40 some odd days in jail, it kind of makes you thankful for the freedoms, you know, and you get out and you're, you just want to sleep normal and you want all these things that people take for granted. So it's, uh, it's good to be free. But unfortunately, Afghanistan is no longer free. Watching the president's address or his victory lap, shall I say, is an absolute disgrace to this country, is a disgrace to um, the Afghan people. Uh, it's a. Uh, It's sad that you leave American citizens to be tortured, to be killed, to... Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, they flew with a man hanging. Hanging. They hung him from a Black Hawk helicopter. What do you think they're going to do? When they find these Americans and they find these people that used to work for us I mean it, it's going to be a disaster and I mean I don't want to keep talking about it and hopping on it but it's it's a very contested issue right now it's uh you know it seems like the White House just wants to move on talk about how they rescued 100 100,000 people but 5,000 were Americans that's a problem people well we got 90% on well where's the other 10% what was the numbers what was the total number there? So 10% could be a lot. 10% could be another 5,000 people. It's certainly not if 10%, if it's five. So there's 500 people then, if that's 10% left. That's 500 people that are American citizens that deserve to be back in this country. And it's despicable downright shameful that he wants to take a victory lap about this it's asinine this is an impeachable offense from the highest level you want to talk about impeaching Donald Trump for some bullshit but you want to impeach Donald Trump come on people come on 
And we certainly know how that went. So, do the Republicans impeach Biden when he's out of the out of the White House? I mean, they did it with Trump, so let's do it with him. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But again, we can't forget the 13 service members that died. Very. You know, I've been listening to some of the interviews that the parents have been have been saying and I, I I hope it's not true about what they're saying about Biden I, I just I hope it's not true because that's not how a, a president should act you know people you want to talk about how Trump acted blah 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 but you know when you're face to face with a family member and you're you're the commander in chief you made the decision to leave them there for them to get killed and you have the audacity to, to roll your eyes at them some things I'm hearing and it's it's quite sad if that's the case if that's true it's a damn shame you know and people were saying that he talked more about his son dying who his son didn't die in combat by the way his son died from brain cancer in America his son wasn't fucking blown up we don't know if they, they, they came back in all one piece I hope they did but it's highly I highly doubt they did But all he wanted to talk about was his son. I'm sorry his son died, but for Christ's sakes, just man up, be a fucking president, and just say you're sorry, console them, do your fucking job. Enough of that shit. I'm done with this, this fucking clown. Alright. I was talking a little bit earlier, a couple minutes ago. Uh, the update to my case. You know, I had to fire my attorney. My attorney... He made me miss a hearing. I had a chance to see my kids. I haven't seen my children since January 5th. And I argued back and forth with him. I had a hearing on the 17th of August. And he's like, no, you don't. You don't have one. Bah, I got moved to October. Blah, blah, blah. I said, no, sir. We have one on the 17th. And he told me not to go. Sure, shit enough. I had a court hearing on the 17th. So he made me miss it. I had an opportunity to see my kids. Or have the judge to see the changes that I've made in my life. For me to see my children. And. Maybe it was God just telling me to, to hold on. To wait. To finish these classes that I'm in. Maybe that's the plan. I'm not sure. But it's certainly my plan to, to get rid of his ass. And fire him. Because he hasn't he hasn't done anything. No, and I'm a firm believer. I paid a lot. $2,000 already for you to do nothing and uh, it's a damn shame he's a nice old man but he sucks he can't keep his shit together um, but he can go work for somebody else but having a degree uh, for those of you who don't know I, I did graduate uh, with a legal a degree in legal studies a bachelor's in legal studies magna some come whatever whatever magna whatever high honors whatever 3.9 GPA whatever I don't know whatever the hell you say it. so I I had a very understanding of a very good understanding actually of the the legal system and the legal process and how it works 
I've worked for a couple of attorneys, but I've never been on the other side. And it's kind of how shall I say? It's kind of uh, embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing to have that degree to know, you know, the shit that goes on. But I didn't realize how. I thought I would get more favor because of being a veteran and, and, you know, my white privilege, right? Gotta use my white privilege. Bullshit. White privilege don't exist, bro. That shit don't happen. I've had black people tell me, like, damn, bro, you you get treated worse than a black person. Straight from their mouth, they just tell me. So, is sometimes the, the, the criminal justice system unfair? Yeah, but... If we're putting ourselves in those situations, we're not innocent. So stop playing like we're innocent. I did dumb shit to put myself in that situation. If you ride around and and you got weed and cocaine in your car and a cop pulls you over for whatever reason or and and you want to act like an asshole and you want to not give your name and this and that, what the fuck you think's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? They're just going to be like, okay, Billy. Okay, Johnny. Go ahead. Go on your merry... No, bro. When I got fucking... When I got pulled over, I did... Every, I thought I did everything fucking right. I was talking to my told the, the drug dealer that had the, all the shit in the car. I was like, yo, man, it's fine. We're straight. Bullshit. That dude yanked me out the car. He's like, oh, bro, what'd you just throw, bro? Slam me in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, bro? Well, the black guy's sitting next to me. The black guy went home. The white guy went to jail. Yeah, that's white privilege. Absolutely. Come on, man. Come the fuck on, bro. And his rap sheet, I said to that cop in that car. I said, look at his record. Look at mine. Whose drugs do you think they were? Now I was facing fucking 10, 15 years in jail In prison Fuck The fuck They weren't mine bro And lo and behold Two of the charges get dropped And now they drop the third charge I just had to pay $200 fee But It's not it ain't, it, it's not the cops are, are out to get the black people, bro. I'm telling you from experience. I've had more shitty luck with police. When I got arrested, uh, April 1st, there was 14 cops fucking surrounding me. 14. Fuck? For what? I'm 5'6", 180 some odd pounds. Well, yeah, what? Yeah, today I'm 185. It's not like that, man. If you're doing bad shit, don't think you're innocent and the cops are just fucking with you. Oh, it's not the case, man. It's really not the case. Um, so what I'm telling you, these things I learned along the way, if you're doing... You know, if you're abusing substances, bro, and you're riding around, 
You're always looking over your shoulder. You're getting that feeling. It's time to stop. I was begging God. Please. Please pull me over. That's why I wasn't scared. I had a good freaking idea. I was going to probably go to jail. I wanted it. Because I couldn't get away from that fucking vicious cycle and that circle that I was running with. Every time I tried to get away, they'd call me back. Yo, Jay, blah, blah, blah. Come here, blah, blah. That was my hood name. That white doughboy. That was my my non-government name. White doughboy. So, I begged and begged and begged to get out of that circle. Or that cycle, rather. And, uh, God heard me. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid to go to jail. When he, the first time I went to jail, March 11th, I wasn't scared. And I, I, I think, I, I, I'm not sure, I had a conversation with somebody. And I told him, I said, that, that scared me. That bothered me. How much it, how much that I wasn't afraid to be there. And I was fucked up. I'm not saying I'm fucking Bruce Lee and can whip everybody's ass, but I'm not fucking Chumley either. But, you know, I, I don't want to go to fucking jail and have to fight and catch more charges, man. Like, I, you know, most people aren't trying to do that, but that shit still happens. So, learn. Please learn from, from my mistakes and, and please take my words seriously. Shit ain't no joke. Now everywhere I go, man, it's like, you know, they Google, look up my name, man. I might have all this shit next to me. You know, it's closed and you know they drop the charges. It's still there. People still fucking look at it. People still read it. I still get judged on it by certain people. But I know in my heart I wasn't wrong, you know? It's just like with the, the situation going on with the divorce and, and all this other stuff. You know, eventually it's going to have to be... The story's going to have to be told to my children. It's going to have to be told. And my, my son's going to have to live with this. Whose side did they choose? I have never... Never beat my children I have never beat my wife I have never threatened my children I have never threatened my wife but that's what's perceived right now it's what people believe because it says domestic violence with children there was no domestic violence people I was never charged with domestic violence it's just the accusation and it sticks with me it's not a good look so today I was talking to a couple lawyers. I'm trying to go and get that all changed. I got it here on October 5th. Like I'm trying to get rid of this injunction and make it go away. Because I don't think it was legal from the, from the beginning. By the admissions of my wife. She made her own admissions. She wasn't afraid. She wasn't in imminent danger. 
She was never in imminent danger. I wasn't even living in the house. It's just what happens when you make dumbass decisions. I take responsibility for my actions. I'm not going to run from them. Running makes you tired. I've been tired for a long time. If you're out there and you know you feel that way, it's time, man. It's time to just admit it. Step up. It's time to man up. Fuck my demons. That was, that's my my tagline. Fuck my demons. Fuck them. I've wasted so much negative energy and so much time on these demons. It's cost me my. It's cost me two marriages. It's cost me the, my children. It's cost me thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. I was robbed for fifteen thousand dollars while I was in jail. Fifteen grand, and I'm still fighting to get it back. The bank still won't respond to me to, to give it back. It's undue stress. This is stuff I have to. I'm gonna have to divulge this when it comes to court and when I come, you know, in in the divorce. I have to tell this about because like now I'm back seven thousand dollars in child support, so it makes me look like I'm fucking a shitbag. I'm trying to be a shitbag, but I was doing dumbass shit, and dumbass shit happens to people who do dumbass shit. So save yourself. Don't go. And people, I'm telling you, this all happened in a, a three-month span. From, from January to March. Three months. And my life fucking went to shit in three months. To shit. Probably to shit in about two weeks. My life, that fast, my life changed in, in two fucking weeks. Welcome to the state of Florida. But I'm not gonna make excuses. I'm not gonna lay blame on my wife. Was I upset? Absolutely. I was fucking pissed. F did ba 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 ba. Oh nah, man, she didn't do shit. What'd she do? Besides throwing my ass out on the street with one dollar in the bank in the middle of January, which she know I only get paid once a month. And I couldn't talk to her. I had 14 day notice. It's funny how that was planned out. Couldn't speak to her. Last time I spoke to her. Legally. Was January 18th. From January 6th. To the 18th. We talked every day. Somehow miraculously She was afraid of her life on the 18th And got a fucking A warrant or A restraining order so quickly I don't know how that shit happens So the advice that I would give to you If you're going through this situation You're going through this struggle Is one Retain a lawyer Quickly the best you can if you get an injunction hire a lawyer right away 
or speak to a lawyer. Uh, if you can't afford one, they have um, uh, pro bono lawyers out there. Central Florida has one. It's right downtown by the courthouse. They also have a family help center here at the courthouse. You can go in and use that. You can use me. I don't care. I'll help you. Um, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty easy to figure out once you once you're doing it. it and you know, as long as you know, if you didn't physically beat the shit out of somebody, you know, then and there's some situation happens and you're not being charged with anything. Where where I got fucked up is the judge told me I was being charged with something. And I had no idea what I was being charged with because she never told me. So I pleaded the fifth. I didn't get to plead my case. I didn't get to present a, a defense. So the judge just fucking gave her everything. And then that's what's killed me. And then getting arrested and being in jail for 40 days didn't help either. Um, so number one is get that lawyer right away. Number two. For sure, don't contact them during that time. Those two weeks, if you get it, let it ride out. I know you're hurt. I know you're gonna feel hurt. You're gonna feel. You're gonna feel all kinds of emotions for sure. All kinds of emotions. But believe me, it'll pass. Number three, protect yourself. How do you protect yourself? Well. If you can, if you have the money, you, have, you know, the ability to, to hire a private investigator, do it. Watch what she's doing or watch what he's doing. Um, see if you can, you know, or if there's, you know, documentation or what have you. You got emails, text messages, save all that shit. It's all evidence. And number four, don't stress. I know it's easier said than done, but you can do it. It's not, it's not as hard as you think. It sucks. The process is fucking terrible, man. It's like, you feel like the whole weight of the world is on top of you, but it's not, you know, it's just this process is, it's fast. It's two weeks. Everything is jamming there. You got a whole bunch of things running through your head. Um, and don't wait till the last minute, which causes stress. That was my problem. I waited to the last fucking minute. I didn't really realize what I was getting myself into. Because I was hanging around with dumbass people. Listening to dumbass shit. So. Don't stress. Hire an attorney. Don't violate the restraining order of two weeks. Protect yourself. If you can with an investigator or emails, documentation, anything like that, and don't stress about it by waiting to the last minute to do anything. Um, the process has taught me a lot about myself, for sure. It's taught me a lot about having patience. I, I, I sucked at patience. I definitely believe I didn't have any patience. And I guess this is God's way of teaching me patience. You know how hard it is for from January 5th to August 31st, how hard it is to to stay away, to not see your children, to 
to not do you know the things that you want to do as a father to them sports all kinds of stuff it's hard teaches you patience and being patient with the surroundings with everything that's going around I'm doing this by myself I don't have somebody to go home to and, and talk to and bounce it off I don't have that I have a couple friends, but it's, I don't want to put all this shit on them. I don't want to put off that negative energy. I cut everybody off. I went into fucking warrior mode. I started working out, lifting weights and shit like that because I need, I need an outlet. That's why I did this podcast. That's why I, like, I, I continue to. To be positive, I go out and walk. Sometimes I'll take three and four walks a day. Just to get this shit out of my head. Just to wear myself out. It helps. It helps a lot. So a couple... A couple things I want to share with you. I have a website. Uh, Come check it out. It is... Where that should go? Man, where'd it go? That's the comeback with coach. That's the comeback with coach. Why do they have that? It's a weird thing. Oh, my site. The comeback with coach.wordpress.com. Comeback with coach. WordPress.com. I'm having a logo being drawn up. Special human being in my life is drawing it up. Hopefully it'll be pretty cool. Hopefully it'll be pretty soon. Uh, I gave them a deadline, but we'll see. Uh, so please check it out. I also started my own Instagram page. Follow me on Insta at the Comeback with Coach. I'm on Instagram. Follow me on that. Um, that's where I'll be posting all my stuff about the episodes and the podcast and stuff like that. And anything that I got coming up. Um, I do have a nonprofit organization called How to Fish um, that I'm the president of. Um, I, I'm pretty soon be getting that up off the ground. Um, I do want to mention... Miranda's nonprofit organization in Georgia. It's called The Fight From Within. Uh, and Red Tape Warriors, who's run by Pastor Dre, um, also in Georgia. Text, matter of fact, Miranda just texted me and texting right now. Who, congratulations to her. She became, uh, went back to her old job. She's a firefighter. You see this girl, man? You'd be, you'd be pretty impressed Check her out um, She's also on Instagram Random I'm about to give you a shout out right now Random Briggs You can find her uh, Fight underscore on Underscore warriors Miranda Briggs Check her out She's uh, a pretty, A pretty special Special person Her website is www.fightthewarwithin.org 
and uh, she's a beast, bro. And she also struggles with PTSD. Uh, she was in the military. She's raising a, a beautiful young lady. And I'm sure it's hard. I'm sure. To raise a child by yourself. But she's got plenty of people to help her. And she's got a ton of people that love her. Including me. Okay. That wraps it up. So, fuck Joe Biden and his uh, victory speech. He didn't do shit but fucking kill 13 people. Um... And if nobody's told you lately, or nobody's told you in a while, I love you. Fight on.